is this trail of bones? What are these messages from the grave? Hello, all of you lovely people. Yeah. What what is up, Graveyard Tramps? It is time for another episode of Let's Get Spooked. Let's get spooked. I love the way you do that. I think it's very entertaining. Well, very... we can do uh we can at least have my voice. We'll do when we get a soundboard, we can do a couple recordings of that and figure out which one we like the most and just have it on a button. Yeah, I have it. I have a stream deck, so I could probably get it working. Yeah, that'd be nice. Anyway, how's it hanging with good old Jakey Harks? Um, I'm doing okay. Mostly just been playing video games, as I do. Always. Yeah. Anything interesting in your library right now? Um, what am I playing right? Now? I'm mostly playing a lot of the same stuff uh, that I have been playing lately. So like Animal Crossing. Um, mm-hmm. I told you the other. A uh, week about me playing some Hitman Two. Yes, that I finally picked up because it was on sale. Hitman Two. Yeah, Hitman. <laughs> I, I'm playing as Danny Hitman. Hitman. Danny Hitman in Hitman Two. Mm-hmm. Hitman Two. This time for realsies. <laughs> this time, shit hits the fan. <laughs> this time, I sharpened my dives. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> um yeah so that's been pretty good um i also uh have recently like a bunch of movies and like dvds or movies and dvds jesus um like a bunch of movies and tv shows that i and like anime and stuff that i've had my eye on for a really long time like have all sporadically gone on sale or like become available in the last like oh wow week and a half or so so i have made made some serious purchases that is very convenient right it's kind of dope yeah. it's also great because i'm like the richest i've ever been thanks stimulus yeah package. hell yeah we call them in canada we call them trudeau bucks <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> oh good my trudeau bucks came in the mail it'd be really good if it came in like a prepaid like visa or whatever and like just had trudeau's face stamped on it oh yeah it's like trudeau bucks with a z (laughs) and it looks like he drew it himself with crayon yeah he'd signed every single one Mm -hmm. it's like a visa with two thousand dollars on it Mm -hmm. that's sick i love it um so uh not that we have to go into like every single one i bought um but i'll at least give you like the highlights um Mm -hmm. so first and foremost is uh the film rad rad Uh, yeah so rad is an 80s bmx movie that is admittedly not a good movie but okay it is a charming movie and it is a cute movie and it is hilarious (laughs) it's just like it's it's uh as soon as i start describing it which i'll try and do a condensed version of it um Mm -hmm. as much as i can uh basically small town kid in i guess the pacific northwest that would be my guess um right. he wants to do like uh um like 
dirt BMX racing. Okay. And uh, him and his friends are all really into it, but he's the one who's got, like, the real, like, the drive or the talent or the... You know, he, he's got that X factor that everybody else is like, oh, man, he's really got it. He's or got whatever. the it. Um, yeah, the commitment. Yeah. he's He's got the all-spark or whatever. Uh, the all-spark? So, push, push the cube into my chest, Sam. Do it. <laughs> um, do it, Shia. Like... <laughs> do it, Shia. Blow me the hell up. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, so he's got the Horcrux. And... Uh, it turns out, who who could have guessed it? A, a big ass BMX co- competition is coming to their town, and it's all these Richie Richies from, uh, like, you know, the hills of California, and they're all buttholes except for one, Lori Laughlin, who's in court now. <laughs> Lori Laughlin, uh, what is she? In, is she? Oh, she was part of that, like, trying to buy her kids into college scandal. Oh, does she play the aunt in yeah. Full House? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, she plays the love interest, and, uh, she's got some really good one-liners that are really poorly delivered. It's great. But, uh, basically, like, she's part of the Richie Richies, and, uh, mm-hmm. he, like, wins her over with just his sheer love of the game and whatever. It's, like, a totally oh, stupid movie, but the Lord. soundtrack is sick. And uh, mm-hmm. a company who normally does, like, uh, grindhouse exploitation film releases and stuff, for some reason mm-hmm. they got the rights to publish uh, a 4K Blu-ray combo. And of it's got rad. two... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a cult classic movie. Like, it, they even did, like, a celebration for its, like, 20th anniversary or whatever it was. Wow. Yeah. Okay. People love that movie a lot That's weird so uh this set it has a reversible cover um that have like super 80s-ified like a bmx dude like flying through the air one is like purpley and yellow and then the other is like uh like a cyan kind of color mm-hmm. then okay. it has a slip cover uh that has uh the same color schemes as the uh insert for either side but uh the cyan one is like uh it has like a hologram like a lenticular hologram on it and then the other mm-hmm. side with the purple and yellow print is like metallic foil okay and then it also came with a poster and obviously the movie in both 4k and blu-ray it's crazy that's nuts yeah but they only made 500 and i like found out about it like the day it dropped so I was like, I have to, I have to. Did you get it? Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. Awesome. That's um, lovely. Yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll have to watch it over like Zoom or something sometime because it, it's hilarious. That would be amazing. It's so dumb. I love it. Rad. Oh my God. <laughs> get ready to break the ice. <laughs> oh shit. That's like the opening theme. It's sick. That's awesome. It's very 80s. Um, And then along with that, uh, my favorite... I got a couple, I got, like, Clue and a couple of other movies that I've just wanted to have in my collection. Uh, Ooh, I've never at, seen like, that. like, The Goodwill and stuff. Okay. And then uh, my friend got me Skateboard Kid, which <laughs> is a movie where uh, Dom DeLuise voices a talking skateboard. Oh. And, and teaches a kid yes. that having step-parents is okay. Oh, is he like, you're not my real dad. Uh, mom. 
it's oh, okay. it's a so this lady is like flirting with his dad and uh he, uh the main character always wears this hat that says wow on it but then at the end of the movie he like crashes on his skateboard and the skateboard talks to him and he's like look at your hat it says wow <laughs> but it's upside down now because you fell now it says mom oh <laughs> she's always with you that is awful <laughs> yeah my friend found that at uh she was like out of state because she's a um, flight attendant, but she found it at like a Goodwill type thing or like a pawn shop or something. And she bought it for me because I had told her I used to rent that movie or like borrow it or check it out or whatever from the library when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. So you're telling me that Pizza the Hut played a talking skateboard? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. That's it. A- that's delightful. As a child, I more associated him with, like, uh, uh, Troll in Central Park and stuff. But, yeah. Same oh, guy. okay. Yeah, sorry. I know. I, Pizza the Hut is, like, the thing I know him as. No, you're fine. <laughs> I, I forgot that he did that voice. Where's my money? <laughs> it's your friend. God. Puke. That's barf. Oh, God. That's... <laughs> oh, um, God. Yeah. So, uh, my friend got me that. And then I also bought an anime... Uh, that I've wanted for a super long time that has really frustrating packaging. Um, it is a series called C. Uh, I think it's like C, the uh, power of money and the possibility of control is like the subtitle or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, and basically the idea is that it is like a sort of like a shonen battle series, but okay. it's actually all about like world economics. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so the idea That's is that, like, you fight each other with these crazy powers, and you have, like, a, like an assistant demon thing that, like, helps facilitate these abilities, but the way that you use these abilities is with money. So you, like, uh, use this, like, alternative currency, and basically uh, you can, like, charge yourself a certain amount of money to do different moves. Uh, okay. They don't get, like, super into it. It's only a 12-episode series, but... Uh, like one example is uh, one of the main characters uh, they all have like special credit cards more or less and so like he pulls out his card and then he flicks it and it like charges him a certain amount of money and it like sort of like multiplies itself out like the card like multiplies itself sort of like it's moving at super speed you know where it's got like uh, the like shadow duplicates following behind it right Uh, sort of like you've like fanned out a uh deck of cards almost okay and it makes like a blade that's wild or like they make like big old cannons and stuff it's crazy but by the end of the by the end of the series like the whole thing is actually about how like they're tanking the world economy and like they are uh uh introducing this new currency that's throwing things out of whack because uh that money can look like other currencies but I don't remember the exact situation, but it's like under certain conditions, it'll revert back and then it loses all of its value, obviously. Oh my God. That's but, uh, like the way you accrue money in there. You can make a lot of money really quick if you're very good at these fights. And so like it gives you a lot of power, but it's all fake power. If that makes sense. That's very interesting. That's a very interesting concept for an anime. Yeah. It's, it's legitimately super sick. I'm kind of sad. It never, uh, like got fleshed out into a bigger thing. Anything. Yeah, it's kind of a yeah. bummer. There's a there's an anime I want to watch that you told me to watch uh, 
Well, actually, you told me to watch it because I, before it even came out, because you were like mm. excited about it. Mm. Uh, Fire Force. Oh yeah, Fire I Force is all right. I, I I've been it's on Hulu, and we have a VPN now, so mm, mm. we can go on American things because we don't have Hulu over here. Um, right. Um, yeah, it's, def- it's it's definitely more like a, uh, out of, like, the stuff that came out last year, it's definitely on the more, like, standard shonen battle end. I don't think it's as, like, mind-blowing as, like, say, like, Dr. Stone or, uh, Promised Neverland or anything like that. But, That's like, for a standard, watch. like, uh, like, shonen battle type situation, I think it's pretty solid. I've really liked nice. it. I need I just, to actually get caught the only on the anime. first season. But yeah, one would... of the only other animes that Carter has seen is is Soul Eater. So oh yeah, like, same guy, same artist. So mm-hmm. I was like, same guy, a lot of the like same it. sensibilities. Yeah, um, it's not as like ooky kooky spooky as Soul Eater, which as is a Soul shame. Is, yeah, but uh, no, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, other than that, just been playing games. It's mm-hmm. pretty much all I do. Anything uh, in particular? I'm trying to think unfortunately i'm not maybe not unfortunately i've gotten back into call of duty recently Hmm. i go back and forth on that sure series a lot as Um, i understand it like as long as you are down for that like gameplay style and aesthetic like you know there's good stuff to be had there mm -hmm. certainly not my jam but i'm not gonna fault anybody for liking a game just because i don't yeah unless my favorite genre is terrible game my favorite genre, I would say, is either stealth or survival horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every so often, I'll just get this dire need to just like play a shooter. Like, oh yeah, sure. I just, I'm like, I just want to play an FPS. Like, I really, really want to. So like, and every, I'm like, okay, so the new they have like a battle royale mode for the new Call of Duty, and it's free. So I was mm. like, okay, well, I might as well try it, and I have non-stop been playing it <laughs> like i just can't stop it's because it's like the gameplay loop is so quick right yeah because it's like rounds and stuff and then you just right yeah it was really i don't know i enjoy it uh i'm trying to think of anything else been watching any good shows mm, not well not even not really. i started watching good trouble which mm. is uh, if you've ever seen The Fosters or heard of The Fosters, is like a family drama. Um, I've heard of it. It's about uh, this lesbian couple that like has foster children, and it's like about their life and like. How... Oh wait, isn't that the the uh, the like spinoff from uh, Roseanne? N- I don't know. I don't think so. It started in like 2014, so. Oh. Probably not then. I don't think so, no. Oh. But I just uh, remember that yeah, they kicked so... Roseanne off of her show because she said racist shit and then they like rebranded and it's just like the family's name or something. And I never I watched Roseanne, that. so I have no idea what it is. I don't I've seen a couple episodes of Roseanne. It's fine. Hmm. It's like nineties sitcom shit. Anyway. Yeah. But the yeah, the Fosters was a show about like these two lesbian this lesbian couple like raising foster kids and their own kids and it's hijinks ensue and then two mm-hmm. of the kids um after the show ended got their got a spin-off show and i guess and that's what this is this is good trouble oh okay uh, it's about them living in la and 
one of them's a lawyer the other one's like a tech person she works for like a tech company and how will they ever get along yeah (laughs) it's just kind of like basic nbc drama shit yeah but I it's, I'm a sucker for it just because I had I had such a love for the Fosters. Hey man, just because it was like I, one, it was like one of the first shows that had any halfway decent representation. Sure, in it sure. that I've seen. So hey man, I, I like, I'm oh somebody God, who like intentionally. I mean, ironically, yes, but I still like consistently watch Riverdale. So like, I can't judge anybody. That's fair. <laughs> so it's so I funny. don't know. Dude, he is to run a dude. <laughs> like we. We're not going to get into it, but I need to explain this, pre- like, this, like, just structurally what they basically did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started a season, or this latest season, with a plot point, right? Um, again, we're not getting into it. Basically, somebody is, like, filming everybody in town, like, just filming their doors and, like, leaving videotapes at their doorstep, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And then they immediately drop that plot line to focus almost exclusively on a totally separate thing. They bring it up here and there, barely. But, like, they, they drop this thing as fast as they pick it up the whole season. Then they wrap up the thing that took over the plot line, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and proceed to flip back to this, like, videotape uh, voyeur plotline um but oh wait coronavirus happened uh they end like the cw ended all of their shows early so none of their storylines actually end on the climax oh my god that's so frustrating it's so funny i love that like the I, cw I, is such a wild network to me i love it it's it is such a wild little place <laughs> And, and like, it's it's like they know they're just writing, oh, for the most part. Not every show, I think, is exactly the same. But, like, it's like they're writing maybe five shows total, and then just, like, each one is iterating on the other. And oh it's God. like they're fully aware of it, and they don't care. Because, like, they'll just blatantly copy plot lines from each other. It's great. I love that shit so much. Dude. Yeah, yeah, but it's so crazy. That that's a show that I have to like watch just to see how fucking crazy it got. Oh, it is it is wonderful. Yeah, if There's you love like that I'm, oh, sorry. big dumb campy, uh, if you love big dumb campy TV, like that's the way to be. I love that shit so much. Yeah, yeah. So I'm watching yeah the Good Trouble, and then the other show I'm watching. I'm starting Criminal Minds. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Because I used to love it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't really remember why, so I started to watch it, and then, you know what, for as much as, like, the police are in, like, a really weird rhetoric right now, mm-hmm. um, I understand that a lot of those shows are, like, kind of, like, they come off as propaganda-y. Sure, And sure. stuff. Uh, but it's really well-written. Like, their yeah. characters are really fleshed out. They're really, for an NBC drama, like, it's really really good <laughs> like yeah i i always had like an emotional crush on garcia her personality rules oh i love she's her. so cool i love every, almost all of the characters in that show are fucking amazing yeah um and the ones i the one i didn't like they ditched by by season two <laughs> like they ditched her she's gone 
Oh, uh, uh, the the dark haired girl. Her name is her name was Elle Greenaway. Yeah. Uh, and they got rid of her and they replaced her with Emily Prentice and she's way better mm-hmm. and like way more interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just oh, the, I love that show. Unironically, love it. No, so it's much. super fun. I like it. And I, I like the like monster of the week thing, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and and uh, not the again. We don't have to get super into like the politics of anything, but uh, yeah, I feel about it in the sense that like because it is fiction, I can't apply like the real world like power imbalances or power structures to like fictional cops. So right. I, I don't. Yeah. For me, I don't see overlap. Because like yeah, that's that's the, fair. these are fictional that's a, that's cops a, that's that exist within like a it. fictionalized version of my world. Uh, so them doing well does not inherently reflect on real world cops, and real world cops like successes or failings don't reflect on them. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I think. Yeah. All right. Would you like to get into this episode? Yeah. Let's do it. Awesome. Cool. Uh, so we are going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk about the tale of the Sorcerer's Apprentice. <laughs> Lightning-ish. <laughs> Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Light- Wait, I'm not supposed to say it. Damn it. <laughs> You're LARPing. <laughs> I'm LARPing, not podcasting. I'm doing it wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Back in a minute. Bye. Ask him, ask him! Ask Xandar! Xandar, am I going to the prom with a geek? Please say no. Excellent chance! <laughs> you go to the prom with a geek? Okay, my turn. Do I have a secret admirer? Absolutely! <laughs> he knows everything. Ask Xandar. Wave your hand and he speaks. Guess what he predicts and the winner gets the special fortune read. You will get a phone call about this. <gasps> ask Xandar, the talking wizard game. Definitely. Okay, episode 11, The Tale of the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oi. Yeah, I, I should indeed. <laughs> Just, oi, oi. Oh my god, alright. Uh, so, this one begins with the Midnight Society, for some reason, visiting a grave. <laughs> um, yeah, visiting a shallow grave um, on a little micro field trip to an unmarked yeah. grave in the woods. It's cool. Just- I guess they just found a dead body or something. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I actually, it's funny you say that. Uh, I, for whatever reason, I was reminded of, uh, there's a really old, old, old family guy joke um, from back when Peter still worked at a uh, toy company. And uh, they have like this, like biker, like this Latino biker figure that they're making. And he has like a little pack mm-hmm. of smokes and stuff. Like if you like oh, push the butt on his back, he like pulls out a cigarette or something. But, uh, they're like, and if you push on his belt buckle, he talks. And the only character, like the only voice line that it has, is just any of you kids want to see a dead body? Oh my god! Yeah, Jesus, that is dark. <laughs> yeah, old Family Guy went hard. Damn. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, that's fine. Yeah. So they're they're looking at this shallow grave. I can't remember. I didn't write down exact lines for this little bit. Oh, um, I've if got it, I've got a chunk of it. Okay, cool. Go on. So, uh, David says it, uh, it's not exact quotes, but I've got, like, the gist of the lines. 
so David suggests that it was somebody's dog, and Frank was like, the only reason you're burying something in this soundstage is because you want to hide it. <laughs> in this back lot of Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, this was the dumbest part, is uh, Frank says that he'll bet his Michael Jordan rookie card that if they don't find him, uh, or that they'll find a maggot-ridden corpse when they dig it up. And that is just not a good trade. Um, that's, well, that's a... or is it? Uh, follow is me. it? Technically. So, um, so, uh, they get sort of close to the grave, and then suddenly, a skeleton rises from the dirt, and the rest of the kids run off in terror. <laughs> because but, skeletons are scary. Right. They're inside all of us. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I guess so. That was a prank played by Kiki and Frank. <laughs> Got him, sweet prank, bro. Get their shit heel little bastards. Totally wasn't clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> Not clickbait. Scared my friends with dead uh, body. Yeah. So after here, I wrote somebody really should have taken up Frank on that MJ bet because they would have gotten it. Because you know what? They yeah. didn't find a corpse. So technically, yeah, they... it's a really good deal. Not for Frank. Yeah, not for Frank, but for everyone else. Or for yeah. wh- whoever the other end was, Eric. Yeah, so uh, they all end up getting back around the uh, fire. So they were clearly only like 10 feet away from the fire pit. If that. Yeah. Uh, and Kiki and Frank have taken the skull of the fake skeleton and just like passing it around and gabbing back and forth about what little shits they are. And like, oh, we got you. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> Kiki's like Eric's. Eric was the best, and then she's like making fun of him. He's like, hey, everybody run! Like she's making fun of him. Yeah, like and a everybody's dick. just going back and forth. Every one of these kids sometimes has at least once have been a total dickhead. Um, except for Gary, but Gary's been like low key, uh, like Norman Bates ish. <laughs> yeah, like Gary. Like, Gary's been a little sociopathic. I don't care what happens to them. I just want to hear the story. I just want to know the spookies. Tell me your scariest story. <laughs> oh my god. Um, uh, and s- eventually we find out that this is another Betty Ann story. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. While they're still tossing around the skull, Kristen cuts them off and tells them how lame they are. And then knocks the skull out of Frank's hands and it rolls over to Gary, uh, who then hands it off to Betty. Because it's her story. Um, yeah. And then Eric is like, is it going to be another gore fest? <laughs> Yeah, because Eric's fucking opinionated. And is like, yeah, I know your shit. Your stories are always gory and gross. Yeah. And he, like, and then, dresses uh, her she's down. She's like, nah, dude. I wrote a different story. It's about a wizard. An ancient wizard. <laughs> and his good luck charm. But yeah. then after that, she says, like, but sometimes, like... You gotta be careful what you wish for. Or, like, something like that. Basically, what she said made it sound like it was gonna be another monkey's paw situation. And I was like, there's no way. You can't. They're not doing this again. Yeah, that would be You can't do this to me again. In the same season. That would be insane. Oh, yeah. Um, And so, after she introduces the story, the tale of the Sorcerer's Apprentice, uh, we cut to, what is it? It is Linden High in 1966. Yeah, I, I wrote, um, our story starts in 1966. Mod fashion, the monkeys, Linden High, all the classics. <laughs> <laughs> all the classics. Um, 
And there's some really intense, like, Dutch angling throughout the uh, the hallway. Mm-hmm. Like, just super hardcore, like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Betty Ann's narration says, Our story begins in 1966, but it really started centuries ago. And I need this girl to pick, like, when her story's happening. Yeah, like, when, give me a time frame, please. Yes, please. Something just pick, concrete. Like, I don't need you to, like, constantly go back and just be like, and I said it started centuries ago, but really it was millennia ago. Like, I don't need it. <laughs> don't know. Don't care. Yeah. Um, as we're going through the hallway, we see this person. I believe it's a girl uh, with a bag. And then she takes out the bag and it has like this. It's like a mesh, like garbage can with a chain on it. Oh, oh, okay. Kind. I called it a wire trash can. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, yeah, wire trash can. Yeah. Um, and then from out of the bag, she... This is how I wrote my notes. I, I wrote... I tried to write as many of them, like, live in the moment as possible and not, like, pause the episode as much as I yeah. usually do. Just okay. so that my reactions were a little bit more organic. But uh, right. I said, uh, uh, this person pulls out a small wire trash can from out of the patchwork bag and places what appears to be an avocado inside. <laughs> Is that what it is? It can't be an avocado. It looks it's kind not. of avocado. Don't worry. We'll get there. I, I, di- I do clarify. Um, oh, also, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Also, we see painted fingernails, so I'll just assume it's a girl who's about to make some literally dank basement guac. Yeah, some, some like, like, garlic from outside, like, yeah. on the road or something. Yeah, yeah, and, like, just... and she's in, like, the gross, musty basement, so it's dank. Dank, dank guac. I love yeah. it. And as after she she puts the the avocado in the trash can, she rolls her sleeve up and revealing this like sick ass snake tattoo that she has. Oh yeah, she's got cobra tats, bitch. Cobra tats, it's insane. We and then she stand a snake queen. <laughs> and then she she there's like this open spot in the floor that has like water in it. I guess I think it's yeah, water. that was I I think it's just like a drain, like on the floor, like if like uh. Like a drainage pipe or something. Mm-hmm. And so she leaves the wire mesh trash bin with the avocado in it under the water there. Yeah, like she like lowers it in and is mumbling about some bullshit. And then there's like security guards because somehow they knew. It's not yeah, like somehow they, they keep security know, guards in like, high school. Like nobody yeah. cares that much. Like yeah. I can tell you right now, no one gives that much of a shit. Especially not in the sixties. Like Nah man. They super didn't give a shit. This was before, like, Columbine or any of that shit happened. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, this girl, like, basically doubles back on them and manages to sneak away. And we fade into the morning in the modern era. Mm -hmm. The modern era being 1990-whatever. And I just noticed this after scrubbing through it. Mm -hmm. Judging by how the fade looks from day to night... Mm -hmm. It looks like they shot that uh, night uh, night for day. Or sorry, no. day for night. So the they were shooting... Yeah, they were shooting it to, in the daytime to make it look like nighttime. <sighs> because, like, it just looks way too blue to be natural. Yup, yup. Um, so I'm like, they must have color corrected that, like, intense. Oh, man. Something How fierce. Lame. Yeah. Uh, so we it transition sucks. to a room full of students. Uh, it's like a science bio class presumably because they've all got like uh 
like sinks yeah they got the weird sinks stuff yeah the sinks with like the the three taps mm-hmm. uh so we're introduced to dean uh, a young lad who tends to blend into the background and is bad at tests <laughs> Yeah, I just wrote Heather's question mark because Ooh. Dean and Oh right, that is his name. Jason Dean, yeah. Well dang dang diggity dang. Oh god. <laughs> I did it. Um Oh, so uh he gets called up by his teacher and uh she tells him that he is sinking into perdition. Like he failed a quiz, and she says, You are sinking into perdition. <laughs> what does that word mean, perdition? Um, I'll look it up. Just so that I get it right. And I don't want to look like a dumbass. Oh, wow. 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 So what is the definition of perdition? Uh, perdition. Eternal damnation. Oh my god. Um, can also be utter destruction. Oh my god. He failed one test. I mean, apparently he's been, like, sucking ass for a long time. Yeah, but so. still... Sucking that, that's a really dramatic way to talk to your yeah, student. Yeah, sucking that's, at high school doesn't mean you're going to be damned for eternity. Hey, yes it does. Some people are passionate. Everybody knows who you were and what you did in high school matters forever. And it's more important than what you do in college. Absolutely. I have accomplished nothing since I've started college. But high school, mm, that shit was where it's You can't change. At. You can't change. <laughs> uh, Suck it up. It's suck it you sucked then you suck now too bad sorry <laughs> too bad so sad um and so yeah oh, i'm so sorry after the eternal damnation comment uh betty and <laughs> goes on to say that uh dean's only friend you know this was a catholic high school <laughs> oh my god yeah dean goes to say that uh, uh sorry I, um betty ann goes to say that dean's only friend is alex who is this mm-hmm. young girl who is trying to open her locker yeah, in the... this scene yeah, the two are extremely different and are, quote, about to be put to the ultimate test. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was really dramatic for no real reason in that part. Oh my god, yes. Uh, we love Betty Ann, we stand. There's a lot of that. Um, yeah, so Alex, oh, is trying Betty to, is great. Alex is trying to open her locker and she can't do it. And then Dean, being that cool, shy, nerdy guy, just comes up and opens it instantly. Yeah, he basically fawns as her locker open. I mean, he doesn't literally, but may as well. Simp. <laughs> oh god he simp he simps hard it's like we stand but he simp he simp oh, um oh and then he's uh he like gets her locker open and as she's like digging through it he like leans back into her uh and he gets like real up close to her and he's like oh no i'm i'm having another crenshaw chemistry catastrophe oh the three c's she failed me. <laughs> Nobody loved me. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. Um, that is hard. Yeah, I don't remember the specifics of their conversation at this locker, other than him complaining. Uh, it's basically, uh, the the TLDR of it is basically like, Dean's like, I can't catch a break. I can't learn. Learning's hard. You gotta think. Yeah. <laughs> it's just about how, like, hard, like, yeah okay it's like okay study stop complaining please study and shut up (laughs) yeah so and as he's done complaining alex and him Mm -hmm. walk to world cultures class as betty ann goes on to talk about which like i don't know fucking 
like social studies yeah that Geography? it would have been yeah it would have been social studies probably yeah like you could call it any number of things i i i assumed in my notes that it was like maybe this is what the canadians incorrectly call this class no we call it social studies that's our that's what we call it yeah. uh, okay I was gonna I I was gonna give you guys the benefit of the doubt that it was like a craft dinner thing all over oh, again. Oh god, the craft dinner thing. <laughs> oh god, that's <laughs> such. <laughs> I have to explain <laughs> that to people who are like confused about it. No, nah, it's, it's great. I it's love a it. Whole thing. I love that it's because you guys have standards and we don't. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it doesn't have cheese, so we can't really call it macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Uh, call it mac and cheese. We don't give a fuck. It's mac and cheese. Velveeta. Who cares? It's yeah, mac and cheese. It's yellow. It's yellow. It's yellowy orange. Yeah. So uh, this is world uh, cultures oh, class. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yes, where we are introduced to an archaeologist named Doctor Oliver. So uh, she shows the kids a shockingly, shockingly. I wrote it twice clean and well-preserved dagger that was supposedly used to cut out the hearts of slaves in ancient Babylon and a bowl made for using salt as a weapon. Like, as a way to ward off evil and shit. Yeah. It's like, obviously these things are cleaned when they're found, but like... Yeah, but they're like... They're like pristine. Like, they're like shimmering. Yeah, it also you know like they're not they're not clean like they you like dust them off and stuff the best you can but like I don't think they're allowed to apply water to them depending on the materials. No, because that would like remove that's like it's supposed to be like an ancient thing like you're supposed to keep it intact like how it was exactly. But so these are not like, allowed to like clean them, clean them. But like yeah, but these are clearly like fresh props that they did not like throw dust on or anything. Yeah, they didn't like. Uh... Also, generally, this stuff wouldn't be like allowed to be brought. To places and carried in her hands. Yeah, she's not allowed to like pick up. She's picking them up without gloves on and shit. Like, mm-hmm. if it's from ancient Babylon, like you feel like you take a little bit more nuance with this shit. I don't know. Nah, bitch. Yeah, not uh, so spice, people... mind you. Sorry, I just thought of that line where she's Which talking one? about the she's talking about the salt bowl and she's like, this "Oh yeah, used for salt, not as a spice, mind you." <laughs> <laughs> there is a okay. This is a bit of a deep cut, but I'm gonna share it anyway. Okay, go um, ahead. Because the way you said spice reminded me. Um, so uh, this is there be is related. No, not at all. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so there is a uh, series of like web animations that were made with like MS Paint or whatever, called Professor Brothers. And it okay. uh, eventually became a TV series on Adult Swim called China, Illinois. And oh. it takes place at like a community college or whatever. And so uh, one of the characters is uh, one of the two professors because they're professor brothers. And uh, he's teaching like a biblical studies class. And oh. he's talking about the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, and God. it's like at the end when like uh, he's describing like their escape. uh I think it's Lot, like Lot and his family's escape. Um, and uh, so he's describing, like, I'm sure you know the gist of the story where, like, the wife turns back and she turns into, like, a pillar of salt or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so, like, uh, he's describing, he's like, and she turned her head back for one second, one split hair of a motherfucking second, and boom, pillar of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Just no remorse. Nobody else had time to look back. Nobody, nobody had time to make sure she was okay. No one cared. They were too afraid and too observant of God's word, for they feared what spice they might turn into if they <laughs> looked back. 
what spice they might turn into. Yeah, it's pillar of paprika. (laughs) Yeah, it's really good. That's awesome. I I've seen that video so many times. Um, when he describes Sodom and Gomorrah, he's like Sodom named after sodomy and Gomorrah named after named after an even weirder move. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's just it's bizarre. I love that shit. I love the bizarre Yeah, I should stuff. link you to it after this, but it's yeah, great. Definitely. We don't have to keep this in there if you don't want to. No, it's, I think it's funny. Yeah. Um, it's great. So, so she's explaining all these things that she's brought, this doctor. And then she pulls out Jafar's staff. <laughs> yeah, it looks really like, it bad. It just straight up is. It just it straight up really is. It looks really bad. It looks plastic. Oh, Mike. Uh, so she pulls out a carved wooden staff meant to resemble a cobra. She uh, says the staff once belonged to a magician named Goth. Cue my eye roll into the next millennium. See, I heard Garth, so I just wrote GARTH in all caps. Because <laughs> I was like, fucking Wayne's World? Like, is this the sorcerer Garth? <laughs> like I thought it was uh like I think it, I thought it was Goff, like G-O-F-F or something. Oh, but it's Goth, like G-O-T-H. Yeah. Oh, Thanks, guys. God. Thank you. Um, On the my... nose. <laughs> So, uh, apparently this guy, who in my head currently looks like Robert Smith from The Cure mixed with Jafar, <laughs> uh, used the staff to enslave thousands to do his evil bidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, the staff immediately grabs Dean's floppy-haired attention as Dr. Ollie explains that the carvings in the staff say, Do whatever Goth says or be mega-destroyed, wimps. <laughs> oh my god. I wrote... As I was watching Dean stare at the staff, I wrote, Dean is like a mega twink. And then I saw, <laughs> he's like Timothy Chalamet. Like. <laughs> oh my god. Zing. He, he's like baby Timmy Shells. <laughs> Timmy Shells. Awesome. Oh my god. Holy shit. Oh, uh, uh, okay, so, uh, oh, so then Alex, <laughs> sorry, over. I derailed you. No, you're good. That was good. I like it. Mega twink. It is the mega twink. <laughs> also referred to by some as the twunk. <laughs> twink. Twank. Twunk. Twunk. Yep. Oh, uh, so Alex decides that she's going to be super ruthless for a split second. And mm-hmm. she leans over to, uh, uh, Dean and she's like, she's just trying to make her job sound more exciting than it is. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What an asshole. You don't know anything about it's archaeology, so lady. I love, <laughs> but it cuts so deep. Yeah. It's like, that's it's like so going weird. right for the core of her being. Right. Like every, like you've chosen this career path and it's bullshit. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, so Dean tells Alex that he's got like some shit to do after class. And uh, as she heads off, he immediately doubles back and goes back to the classroom to chat her up. Uh, mm-hmm. To chat up uh, Dr. Oliver. Because he's like really interested in that staff. Yeah. And then like as he's talking to her about it, like her wording and just like her tone of voice sounds like uh, where she's like, it's okay for you to touch. And like she's like, you can you can touch all the artifacts or whatever. And it sounds like legitimately seductive. And I, I was very uncomfortable. Yeah, because he's like a kid. He's like a high mm-hmm. school student. He, he is a child. And, and she's like this fully grown woman. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Also, I know that this, the staff um, is supposed to have a... The, the mouth is supposed to be where like that thing goes later. 
Yeah, the Orby thing. Yeah, but it just looks really stupid without anything in it. It's like the snake is like, like. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're totally right. Um, Yeah. So, uh, Dean's looking around and eventually finds the staff. He stares at it and we get a zoom in on it that makes the staff look insanely cheap. The eyes begin to glow and now Dean is heading down to the same basement. Will someone finally get to try the basement guac? <laughs> yeah, basement guac time. He also just, like, yes. rips the lock off the hinge, basically. Oh, yeah, he totally does, off that last door. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, He's strong so he pulls... with the power of fucking Pazuzu or whoever this is. <laughs> Pazuzu! <laughs> Goth. <laughs> Sorry, Garth. Garth, yeah. It is I, king of the netherrealm. Garth. Garth. <laughs> Yeah. So well, he... Garth. Gorge. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, uh, so, so Dean uh, he pulls up to... the little wire what was that? No, I was gonna just keep going, but if you're going, go. Oh, go. sorry. Uh That's he pulls okay. up the wire basket and finds like a bottle of some kind. And then in parentheses, just it's holding the guac. <laughs> it's it is. Yeah. And then it, it, so after he finds the guac, we cut back to like the teacher. I forget her name already. Mm-hmm. Uh Crenshaw. Uh, mrs crenshaw yes uh and jd is suddenly instead of in like his cardigan slash button-up outfit he's got like a black turtleneck on and i was like oh my god timmy shells is a bad boy now (laughs) (laughs) he don't play by them rules anymore yeah yeah uh so she uh she like says like begin your test or whatever and he immediately uh, instead of having another Crenshaw chemistry catastrophe, he decides to head immediately over to her, and it's just like, yeah, I'm not doing it. Yeah, he's like, she, here's my test, what do you mean? Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and he's all, like, evil now. You can, like, hear it in his voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm not gonna do it, Mrs. Crenshaw. I'm gonna go play. And you're like, okay. Yeah. I also cool. wrote, I wrote... This teacher is getting her full paycheck because she <laughs> is committed to this role. Because she looks at the test that he hands her and she goes, do you think this is funny? And I'm like, oh my fucking god. Oh yeah, I was frustrated and I didn't, like, I wanted to drop her class. And she's not even a real teacher, let alone that I'm not even in the right country to be in her class. Exactly. Also, like, what kind of test I, is that? Oh, I guess it's the periodic table. Because I yeah. just saw the graph, and I was like, wait a second. What the fuck kind of test is that? Yeah, it's a, it's a chemistry class, so periodic table would make sense. Mm-hmm. And then, after she says that, did you think this is funny line, he says, is there a problem, Mrs. Crenshaw? He says problem, problem? really funny. <laughs> yeah, he goes, problem? Mm. And then he, yeah. like, stares at her, and then suddenly she's, like, hypnotized. You can see that in her face. And yeah, she's, like, she's clearly been, like, glamoured or whatever. She got whammied. <laughs> As they say in the CW, Flash, and all those shows. Yeah, that's what they say when they get hit by, like, meta powers. They call it getting whammied. I, I watched The Flash, and I don't remember that. Weird. It's only, They only do it in the first couple seasons. Oh, okay. They eventually give up on it, but... I give they, up on the whams. Yeah. And then she... Yeah, the teacher's like, no, no problem. Thank and you, you watch as she, like, rewrites the grade <laughs> to an A. Yeah. She, <laughs> she just puts an A+. Plus and then... <laughs> yeah. It's total dog shit. And then they cut to... They cut away from Dean 
or they cut to Dean like running down the stairs and then Alex like chasing behind him. Like, mm-hmm. Dean, what was that? What the fuck is wrong with you? She's like, why didn't you ace the test? Um, because apparently like he couldn't just have like waited to uh, like, like wait a certain amount of time where it would be plausible that he could finish the test. He just like sat down and stood up. <laughs> Yeah, he sat down, the teacher was like, you can start, and then he just stood up and gave it to her. Yeah, yeah, like, at least make it seem plausible. Like, wait till, like, two other students have finished, and then go, and be a dick. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. Just be patient. Yeah. Pazuzu. (laughs) (laughs) Pazuzi. Poozle. Pazuzles. Uh, Oh my god. So, uh, Dean gets, like, super defensive, and he starts embracing his like inner uh like black suit spider-man symbiote situation like he just starts acting like a total dick with like you know him being in his black turtleneck and being a total dick it it feels very spider-man i just thought about that line i just thought about that line from spider-man 3 where it's like you'll get your rent when you fix this damn door (laughs) he slams the door in his face yes it just makes me think of that oh I love that movie so much. It's so dumb. It's super fun, but it is a yeah. dumb little movie. It, 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 as JD's getting defensive, he has this line where he's like talking to Alex and he's like, maybe you think I'm useless, just like everyone else. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, God. Ooh, I had some serious school shooter vibes. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, there's also a really weird poster behind Alex in that shot. Oh, with, really? With like some dude's face on it. <laughs> What? Yeah, I think it looks like a mask. Maybe it's for, like, the art program or something. Oh, God. But... Artists. Who needs them? Fucking goddammit. <laughs> oh, my God. I said as I work as a professional yeah. artist. Yeah, graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> Artists, fuck them. Fuck them. Um, so after JD gets... Oh, my God, I called him JD. I literally called <laughs> him JD. Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, leaves. Uh more betty ann oh yeah we we do a, we have starts. a small time skip yeah which seems um, longer than it actually J- was it's like a week yeah betty ann starts talking about how dean uh like there was something wrong with him mm-hmm. and then he started hanging out with like the bad kids yeah and his greatest sin of all wearing a leather jacket oh yeah he's got the leather jacket on now uh and he's so a it, bad twink the time skip, the narration ends, it's Alex walking into the chemistry, chemistry classroom, uh, and then she looks up and she sees Dean stealing, like, a jar of chemicals from the <laughs> chemical cabinet. Like, blatantly it's obvious, so just, like, stealing, like, ketamine or something. Like, completely yeah, yeah. fucked up. Um, and she, and I, for some reason, I don't know why she's the only one in the class, first of all. I think she was, like, staying after to, like do some like extracurricular maybe shit. yeah or maybe she was like cleaning up the lab for extra credit or something true yeah so she, she goes over to the cabinet of chemicals and she's like looking at it as if obviously he didn't steal something <laughs> yeah but um she she but reads the label fortunately there's only one bottle missing yeah it's it's hecuric h- h- acid or some kind of h word mercuric acid mercuric acid okay um and then we follow it's it's back to the basement with the guac again Mm -hmm. uh alex follows dean down to the basement and there we see 
uh, a group of the bad kids just sitting, hanging out. In front with, of the Cobra staff, yeah. In, fr- in front of the Cobra staff, yeah. It looks like the Cobra staff's about to give a TED Talk. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> um, what and, are Cobras? What are staves? Um, what, I think that is the question that faces us every day. Yeah, totally. <laughs> what even is a staff? Anyway, yeah, so sorry. Dean is <laughs> giving this, like, speech about opening the pathway and stuff. Oh, my God. While... This? Was some like straight up uh, uh, Scientology shit. Yeah, midichlorians, you mm-hmm, know all mm-hmm. that crazy shit. Uh, so he's like, uh, he pours the acid into like a metal barrel, like the kind that you would imagine hobos having a fire in, and he's like, the acid can create a pathway when combined with the belladonna plant. It creates the mystic vapors. And I realized at this point it's just about a bunch of teens getting high in the boiler room. Yep, that's what I said. I said mystic vapors. That's what I call weed. Like, Right, right? Like, the them. acid can create a pathway? Come on. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, the mystic vapors. Yeah. So he, he puts in all the, the ingredients and he's like, the time of goth is at hand. <laughs> and he's... And then after he says this, Alex drops her bag. And oh, and uh, while Dean says that, he has... Oh, no, you're fine. But as he says that, his eyes look insane. Yeah, he's got insane. really bug eyes. Like, big, yeah, scary bug yeah. eyes. Big mm-hmm. old, big old, big old eyes. It mm-hmm. looks crazy. Uh, but yeah, Alex drops her bag. And then they, he sicks, like, the bad kids on her. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I said. It was, like, prompting Dean to send her, his goons after her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Find just... her! Yeah, there's a chase scene, and she does a Marty McFly and, like, tricks them into chasing her. Yeah, she does, uh, like the girl in the beginning, she does, like, another double back thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, as we can see, unfortunately, the avocado is not actually an avocado. It's This is where I have the note. Yeah. Yeah, so Dean's now inserting this, like, spherical glass orb into the mouth of the Cobra staff, and I wrote, like, apparently the avocado was this jewel inside of a leather pouch. Uh, And once fully inserted, uh, the eyes and the orb in the mouth glow. Right. And then Dean takes a kneel in front of the fucking oil drum, and we finally get a glimpse of Goth. And what he looks like, and he's basically just Quan Chi from Mortal Kombat, <laughs> with, with like a, without the white face paint or anything Holy interesting. Shit. Nailed it! Yeah, I said it's just a floating head with some metallic makeup. Disappointed. Yeah, it's like he put on a lot of bronzer. Yeah, um, and, funny that you mentioned Quan Chi because I mentioned uh, something Mortal Kombat related. Yeah, you like, said the uh, Nether Realm earlier. No, that's because that's what uh, Dean says. Because Dean's like, "Welcome, Goth, ruler of the Nether Realm." And then I said, "Ed Boon's gonna be pissed." Oh fuck, that's funny. Yeah, they probably they, they stole so much Quan from Chi. MK in this Accurate. in this episode. Yeah, Quan Chi. Uh, so Dean tells Goth that the acolytes, aka his goons, have like already uh, been gathered and that they're ready for thing. Right. At place. They're ready for the, the gathering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the function. They're ready for Bible study. <laughs> They're ready for Scientology camp. <laughs> They're ready to have their 
Thetans removed. Oh, God. Uh, so, <laughs> the last thing Dean needs to accomplish to ensure Goth's uh, return is uh, gather the Nightshade, prepare the Cauldron, and release the Mystic Vapors before the moon rises. Which I was very confused about, because I thought that these were the Mystic Vapors. Yeah, and, I could have sworn uh, he already did that. Yeah, and then my second issue was, why does this have to be before the moon rises? Is that forever? Or does Goth just have, like, a like a bedtime? <laughs> Goth is sleepy now. Goth does not return in the middle of the day. <laughs> like It is 8.01. Goth shall slumber now. Like, he's, like he's actually been, a- like, physically he hasn't aged, but mentally he's still aging. So, you know, he's like how people's grandparents go to bed at, like, 6 p.m. <laughs> and then get up at, like, 5 in the morning. Yeah. And like, Goth is like, sleepy now. He will have a warm glass of milk, watch an episode of Matlock, and go to bed. <laughs> Matlock! Oh, God. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Dean is just, like, equivocating to Goth about how he's awesome, and then Goth is just, like, starts laughing. Like, and his eyes, like, the one eyebrow goes up, and it's, like, really, his skin, I can just see the folds of his skin, it's really gross. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's and then I clearly not, like, his I, actual eyebrow. Yeah, I, and I guess Goth at some point noticed that Alex is there. I forget what she does to, like, get his attention, but... Oh, uh, one other thing, sorry, to, uh, like, just to clarify, like, why Dean is even in engaged in this in the first place uh, right. goth says that like if he brings him back he can have all that he wants and stuff and then uh, oh yeah oh and and uh goth has himself a bad boy chuckle yeah. and then alex backs away and bumps into another thing which is uh you know once again alerting people and then goth not unlike the goons beforehand goth sends dean to like capture her except that i don't i don't know how he knew that it was a girl because he didn't see her. He just heard a sound. Oh, yeah. So that I guess. It just it, seemed weird. I don't know. He's all-knowing. I mean, I guess you're right. Um, oh, this is where I noticed that Alex is actually wearing a snake pin, which is a brilliant, like, touch of costuming. Oh, I did not notice that. Mm-hmm. Nice. <clears throat> I like it. Um, yeah, so Cobras Alex just... everywhere! Cut snakes, they're all over! Yeah, Why so it have to be snakes. Oh my god, yeah. So Alex <laughs> takes off and then she eventually runs back into the teacher. Again, I already forgot her fucking name. Crenshaw. Thank you. Sorry. It should be an easy name. It's a pretty unique name. Yeah. So she runs into Crenshaw again and she starts like being like, Oh my god, teacher, you need to help me. Um but then it's revealed that uh she is also under the possession, obviously, because she got fucking hypnotized earlier. Um, I don't know if they were, she had a funny line here or not. She has a couple, I think. Oh, um, um, so, uh, initially she's asking, like, where Dr. Oliver is, because Dr. Oliver would know more about the staff shit. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, it becomes obvious that Crenshaw's another pod person. And, uh, the overall line isn't actually funny, but she does actually, like, straight up just drop a join us, which I thought was really cliche and funny. <laughs> yeah. I also wrote here, oh my god, she got norded. <laughs> Because I was like, well, yes, I might as well talk about that. <laughs> nah, it's accurate. Uh, for anyone that might not know, in the Kingdom Hearts video game series, in uh, some of the later releases, 
there becomes this trend of characters being possessed by this character named Xenohord. Or Xehanort, rather. Yeah, Xehanort. Yeah, it's Xehanort. I don't know where, where I got and Xenohort from. The the Kingdom Hearts uh, fandom decided to call that. Norted. Yeah, decided to call that getting norted <laughs> for some reason. So when uh, doing recaps and stuff, they'll list like, oh, this character, they got norted! <laughs> yeah, terrible. It's It's very good. Um, and so after after uh, the teacher drops, join us, join Goth. <laughs> uh, she runs out, and then she runs into the fucking bad boy squad. Um, and mm-hmm. I just wrote, are these the fucking the dark boys. Power Rangers from MMPR? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're also just like straight up e boys. Oh my god, you're right. I know. Yeah, the fucking shirt and the parted hair. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that's they got amazing. The floppy hair. They got like the necklace. They're all wearing like black and white clothing that i'm sure costs a whole lot but it mm-hmm. still looks like shit the one the one kid has a headband mm-hmm. yeah and so they're trying to like funnel Proto. her in and so she just decides alex decides to run into the theater for some reason mm-hmm. as the music starts to get like decidedly like gothy slash castlevania sounding for a sec it was pretty cool i liked it yeah castlevania and then it it reveals in the same shot of her coming into the theater that that dean is sitting there and he goes hello alex (laughs) yeah it's so dramatic i really liked it and then he like whips Uh, his head and he goes don't be scared it's only me (laughs) and and then alex responds with i am scared (laughs) (laughs) yeah who wouldn't be (laughs) i just love like i just loved how matter of fact it was where it's like don't be scared it's only me well i am scared (laughs) yeah you mother stupid (laughs) it's uh there's this other video by a youtuber called brutal moose and he's reviewing this like kids videotape Mm -hmm. and uh he keeps using this clip of a kid that he's saying like they're talking about like yeah things are pretty scary in the daytime it's supposed to be like happening in like a dream world or whatever it's weird but uh it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, things are pretty scary in the daytime. And then one of the other kids is like, it's scary now. <laughs> it made <laughs> me think of that. That's funny. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, so I, Dean's actor, on. when he... So uh, when she says the, like, I am scared, Dean, his actor, like, he does this, like, leg snap to the floor. And you can tell that he's, like, having the best time being a bad guy. Mm-hmm. All of his moves are very dramatic and very dancer-like. Yeah, he's very much enjoying it. I feel like he definitely mm-hmm. had a lot of fun with this role. Yeah, and you can I, tell. Yeah, I love it. Um, I forget the the the, inter- the intricacies of their conversation, but it's basically just like Dean telling her to fuck off and yeah, stop like he, messing he basically with tells her, her like yeah. Uh, earlier in the like, I can't catch a break. Studying's too hard. He talks about how like uh, I think uh alex tells him that she hopes he has like a change of luck or maybe his luck will change soon or something like that mm-hmm. and then he says like that's what this is he's like i got the cobra scab and it made me a bad boy and that's my luck changing <laughs> even though that's not like the same thing but you know go off queen we stand um <laughs> so dean keeps like uh going off about like what he's done but uh all we like saw him do was cheat on one test so like 
ultimate yeah. power yeah Ooh. <laughs> you did it yes <laughs> ultimate power uh, so alex tries to convince dean that he like needs to come to his senses but instead dean decides to double down on being like a total weenie baby and just like let her go <laughs> yeah he's like i'll let you go this once but if you mess with me again i'll i'll shit on your breakfast cereal or whatever he says to her he just yeah 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 her. I, I, yeah by let her go he clearly just means like in this physical like literal moment but if he sees her again whenever she's joining the board like she's totally fucked mm-hmm. which like i don't know like what like you already said that you're gonna turn her by nightfall at the latest so like what's the point he's joining Why the let her board. go <laughs> yeah she's gonna be assimilated the the co borg oh there you go I was trying to combine Cobra and Borg, and nope. It works. You're doing okay. Yeah, so Uh, uh, he runs out... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was just going to say, Dean and the Pussy Posse ride into the (laughs) Twilight Air on their huffy bikes, eventually arriving (laughs) in an old brick building. Uh, And there's a 0% chance the moon isn't already out in this lighting. So it's already, you know, the moon has already risen, but apparently not enough. It's too late. Uh, And also, in the next scene, it's literally nighttime. Like, yeah. Uh, by the way, do you know what the Pussy Posse is? Is that a thing? Yes. Uh, no, I do not. <laughs> that is the term that uh, people have come up with for Leonardo DiCaprio and his group of guy friends. They call themselves the Pussy Posse. They call themselves call them the, the Pussy, pussy Posse? posse? I, I don't know if it was given to them or if they came up with it, but they are referred to as the Pussy Posse. Damn. Yeah. Holy One shit. One of the members of the group is uh the actor who played the little brother in teen witch if you've ever seen that oh the one who's like uh you're a dog you think you're special because you went to a dance oh yeah yeah i've heard of that yeah oh my god or uh, he also does the like nobody's coming to your sweet 16 party louise (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah that kid he's in the pussy posse jesus well mm-hmm. now i know that's a thing <laughs> so mm-hmm. god i do what i can um... uh so uh yeah so they're they're at this old brick building the moon's out even though it's not according to the story uh mm-hmm. and alex decides that she's gonna spy on dean but then gets caught by two members of dean's e-boy squad who mm-hmm. bring her before dean himself yeah and then their only assessments are uh she followed us and she's ticked. And then, uh... Oh, oh, no. That's what Alex says. So it's like, she followed us. And then she, like, punches one of them or something. And she's like, and she's ticked. Get your hands off me. I love it. She's oh, and so... then Dean's just like, put her in the van or some shit. I don't yeah. care. It's like... Because, again, yeah. you can't keep her in check. Throw her in the furnace. <laughs> Cast her into the fire! <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, and um, then uh, cut to the MS, yeah, and Frank to is MS. totally stoked. Yeah, Frank is totally stoked at the prospect of Alex getting like boiled alive. Yeah, I sometimes these kids are like way too into the almost death of the children. Uh-huh. Honestly, I think this is sort of like analog four chan. Oh, good on God, a certain no. level. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! Uh, but Eric, like completely unrelated. <laughs> just like as this super like real world thing which is like i hate chemistry 
<laughs> I forgot about that Eric part. Rules. Like, I hate chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> it's so He's important. Like thinking about it, like not paying attention at all. He's like, I fucking, uh-huh. God, I fucking hate chemistry. I'm so bad at it. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, so uh, we're back at the school now. Um, oh, and then, oh, oh, no, because Gary says something that is insane. Oh, okay, you got a line? Okay, go. I don't have the actual line, but I have my freak out about the line. Okay. But Gary says something about how, like, maybe the maybe the acid is related to the vapors. And it's like, yes, Gary, we've firmly established that. Yeah. The acid is the gateway, or is the, the portal to the gateway that opens the portal that gives us goth. <laughs> We like we, we've established. <laughs> but he talks about it like, I think I've cracked the code. It's like, yeah, sure, man. Cool. God. It's good for <laughs> you. No one cares. I hate that shit. <laughs> Fucking so, Gary, uh, sometimes. You get on my nerves, buddy. <laughs> it's me, Gary. We different schools. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, so now we're, we're back friends. at the school in the story. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're dragging and, Alex through the hallway. And Dean uh, has also acquired, like, a, sh- a metric shitload of plastic drums filled with this acid. Somehow. He had, like, tiny little jars of. He had, like, mason si- like mason jar-sized bottles. Uh, and now he's got, like, like actual oil drums. Yeah, like, did he raid the fucking Ace Chemical Lab or something? Like, what the hell happened um, here? I'm gonna have to say yes. <laughs> It's, it's so he's it's, he's basically just expositioning to Alex down the hallway about how they're gonna bring back Goth, mm-hmm. and um, how glorious it's gonna be, and yeah, that he's gonna and, be his right hand man, and yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And he's explaining how this like pool area was like cordoned off until tonight. Because... Okay, did he say it was a pool? I don't know. Because in my notes, I said. Uh, Dean says he's taking Alex to a place in the school not many people know about that's been closed off for years. Apparently some chick went crazy in there. Presumably the girl from the opening, question mark? Yeah. And then, wait, the room that's been closed off was the pool. That seems like a shitload of space for the school to just close off and not make use of. It also seems very strange that it's just behind one wood door. Right. Like in the hallway there. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they walk in, and it's just like, and it's weird that people wouldn't like, right? And there's definitely people who like went to school there and still live in the town, just because know about the pool, statistically happens, right? Who know about the pool of legend? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and they can be like, oh, it's not a legend anymore. It's just it was the pool. A girl went nuts. It's just a pool. Listen, I. I went to school there. It's a pool. <laughs> and so they bring her into this pool room and then they're starting to set up because they're going to bring them back by like pouring all the acid into the pool and then they're putting in the <clears> nightshade <throat> or the, the, the pixie manic dream girl flower, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> uh, the belladonna plant. That's that's the one. Yeah. Which they also have a shitload of, whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. And so it, conveniently they have a section for the staff to go on like this stand like this wasn't mm-hmm. here before like yeah it's like over in the bleachers mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> he he just has his cronies holding alex while he's like setting up all this stuff it, it it's almost like he's setting up like a weird uh uh like druidic birthday party 
Oh yeah, like this. This is like a druid hangout. It's like I'll bring the acid, you bring the nightshade, and we'll yeah, yeah, and we'll string the nightshade up in garlands and stuff. It'll be great. I love it. Yeah, and then Dean hops onto the diving board. He's just like standing there. Yeah, and he's like barking orders at them. He's like, "Bring the acid," and (laughs) bring that acid. Yeah, and for some reason, they, they, the two of the cronies start dumping the acid, and then he asks the two people who are holding Alex to help them. Yes! And then oh obviously she just immediately runs away. Like Because why wouldn't she? Yeah, but the door's locked, obviously. But, like, she would. She tried to run, because, <laughs> like, you know, who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, and so he, she's, like, yelling at him, at Dean, to stop and, like, to come mm-hmm. to his senses. And eventually, obviously, she comes to the conclusion, like, oh, let me just take the fucking red orb out of the staff. Mm -hmm. And so she runs up, and she takes it out, and then the cronies all drop. Mm -hmm. They just all hit the deck Mm -hmm. flat for some reason. Yeah. I'm Um, assuming because Dean is the only one who's, like, actually cognizant. Yeah, I think think the rest are just, like... Yeah, they're all in the sunken place. The sunken place. Oh, and they're all God. being possessed by, like, little cobra soldiers or some shit. Yeah, Cobra Kai. <laughs> Deep down inside, they're snake men. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Dean just yells at, at Alex that she's too late to stop the return of Goth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then, he... uh, is this where Alex finds the bo- uh, the big barrel of chlorine? Uh, Not yet. Oh, okay. Uh, so he yeah he throws in the the nightshade or the the belladonna plant, uh, and then Goth becomes a thing and starts like climbing out, and like telling that, talking about how he's the destroyer of worlds or whatever. Oh right, he also says nightshade super weird when he starts pulling it from the bag. Does he? I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's just like really big and dramatic and just like nightshade. Nightshade. Um, and yeah, so, so Dean is like, oh my god, master, or whatever. Uh, but then Alex Mm. gets the idea to throw the orb into the pool full of acid, and that just turns the light red, and then suddenly Dean is, like, free from his control, or whatever. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry, we're we're passing some stuff. Oh, no, I just have some little tidbits of bullshit that I want to share. Okay, there, yeah, cool. Sorry. Uh, so, uh, Goth begins to rise from the dry ice-filled pool and does some bad guy monologuing. (laughs) Goth hits Dean with some magic, causing him to revert back to himself, but is unable to move to help Alex, who appears to have drawn Goth's, uh, ire. (laughs) Why does Goth look like Xerxes? (laughs) He does look like Xerxes. (laughs) I don't ask that you bow. Only that you kneel. <laughs> just uh-huh, like the, uh-huh. weird, the weird voice. Mm-hmm. With the weird, yeah, the weirdly pitched voice and stuff. Oh, it's delightful. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, th- and this is when she notices the chlorine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she, uh, I think there was, oh, I think I noticed there was like a cutaway shot to it. For like a split second earlier on. Oh, okay. And that's where I wrote it down. I see. Um, but yeah, so uh, basically she like sees the chlorine and is like brain blast and decides that she's going to pour it into the pool, mm-hmm. which she does. And then the day is saved thanks to industrial strength chlorine. Hell yeah. Good job, basic liquids. <laughs> oh yeah, because he knows that it's like a base or a solvent or whatever. Yeah, it would be base because uh, if it's an acid, then he would need a base to counteract it. So, 
I'm not I remember ninth grade science class. Y'all motherfuckers lying and giving me piss. Oh my god. That's um, right. ICP quotes. Um, hell yeah. So, uh, and, and it turns out that, like, he knew this because of Crenshaw's test. I, in my heart of hearts, I wanted to be the one that he explicitly didn't actually do, just because I think that would be really funny. Yeah, he knew it because of the test that he didn't write. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, uh, yeah, so he's, he's like, free of control now, and then all after she dumps the chlorine and Goth fucking disappears, all the bad kids are like, how the hell did I get here? Like, they all stand up, and... Mm-hmm. They're all confused. And uh, it was here that I realized, oh, that knife in the bowl never really came into play. I figured they would be incorporated somehow. Yeah, huh. yeah. well, I mean, they brought them up. Like, you'd think they'd be important yeah. if you had mentioned it, but I guess not. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, after winning and, you know, everything sort of, like, boiling down, uh, Dr. Oliver shows up and uh, has, like uh come to get like she she returns and comes over to the staff and starts talking to it and she's like oh it's fine this one was a bust fortunately i've got like jewels planted all over canada yeah and then it's revealed that she's the girl from the first section with the snake tattoo mhm um and i guess she's like i have plans to give talks at over 100 and something high schools all over the country blah 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 blah. cliffhanger ending (laughs) yeah because you know what's the best conquering the high school that you didn't in your own youth oh yeah Hmm. you could write a movie about that that's my theory that's my theory is that she got bullied for being into archaeology and all dumb shit when she was a kid and then was like oh i'll show you all dumb shit it's like, I'll really show you dumb it. shit. Here, Xerxes yeah, like, ghost, come help me. <laughs> me and my ghost, Jerxes. We're gonna oh, beat the shit out of you. Jerxes. Xerxes, but he's mean. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, so, um, and, and then we, we're back at the Midnight Society. I forget what exactly they talk about in this part. But... Um, Basically nothing. Effectively, everybody just gets up and leaves, and then we zoom in on the skull. What a great end. That's it. They don't even put out the fire. Yeah, they just leave it going. Like, that's it dangerous. Is. Yeah, yeah, it is. You can't do Smoky that shit. Pissed. You're going to burn down the fucking soundstage. You evil bastard. <laughs> we need that. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that, overall, that was thoughts. Sorcerer's Apprentice. Thoughts? What a mess like yeah yeah i think the best parts about it are the parts that weren't intentionally there definitely like the funny bits the good acting Mm -hmm. uh but the actual plot is just so like the goth doesn't do anything yeah i think i think the story they set up like i think you could have achieved more or less the same thing and cut the uh like earlier plot bit of like the girl dropping off that thing mm-hmm. and you could have easily reintroduced the sphere in some other way yeah and also the red herring thing with the with the teacher or with the with dr oliver not red herring but like you could have easily like not had her be the girl from the opening bit if you wanted to cut the mm-hmm. opening bit and it would yeah. still make just as much sense 
Yeah, you could still have her be the bad guy, mm-hmm. and it would still be a surprise, because you'd be like, but you were the friendly archaeologist! And then, you know, she turns around and she's like, actually, I'm the mean archaeologist! Bwah! I'm the, I'm the bad one. <laughs> I'm the one that your parents warned you about! <laughs> we don't talk about this in my school. <laughs> she's filled with all sorts of knowledge, but she's evil. Oh my god. She's bad. She's yeah, using but... her knowledge of dinosaurs for evil purposes oh my god i'm sorry i'll stop no it's funny i just yeah it was i just i wrote yeah i'll I'll give you my visceral reaction i wrote it down i was like okay so this one was just fucking strange i don't even know if i can call it bad it was just so wild i can't because (laughs) yeah like it it just so much happened (laughs) like it it felt like so much happened but nothing happened at the same time it's a very weird mix yeah 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 um because like everything that happened was like technically connected but in a way that like you didn't really care mm-hmm. and that the was kind mystic of vapors Ooh. yeah like wasn't that the mystic vapors the first time yeah and also Why it was at night be? you so, made like, vapors you had you breathed them in that's a vapor like was the whole point that like did you have to did you just need a bigger vapor yeah did you need like a bigger pool like, did you need... Is he, like, a vapor... Is a goth, like, a vapor size queen? I don't know. A vapor size queen? <laughs> yeah. That vapor's not nearly big enough. Yeah, like, I guess... Like, I guess you couldn't fit a human body inside of that, uh... Inside of that oil drum. No, you could. People can fit in a barrel. Lord of the Rings proved it. Or, <laughs> Hobbit. Also, they're dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings proved it. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm so t- <laughs> I love you. Oh my god. Holy god. That's funny. Lord of the Rings proved it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm such a tool sometimes. Uh, I, uh, I appreciate it. Love you too, bud. Yeah, um, yeah so, do you have uh, a thing you would change? Yes. Yes, I do. I have two, in fact. Okay. Because I felt they were of equal potential value. Mm-hmm. Um, so, A. I feel like this one's obvious, but I feel like... And and I get it, the runtime is the issue. I would have turned this into a two-parter, personally, because I feel like you could have... I feel like, thematically, it felt like two, like, uh, movements of the same story. Right. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like Harry Potter 1 and 2 and then Harry Potter 3 onward and how like or I guess 3 and 4 and then 5 onward how those right. are like three p- different tones. Oh, yeah, I, I get what you mean. like you could have I feel like you could have split it between two episodes and it would have made more sense and you could have added more details. But uh the thing that kind of annoyed me was that like we didn't get any of the in between where he like recruits the other kids or like uh where we see him like slowly become corrupted and stuff we didn't get any of that yeah we didn't see like the slow build to to evil dean it just kind of happened to his leather jacket wearing greatness yeah the leather jacket wearing greatness oh i i had a note earlier that i didn't write um or that i didn't say um i was like yeah so it was when dean got control back of himself Mm mm-hmm I wrote, okay, wait, so he's not controlled anymore. Now ditch the leather jacket, Timmy Shells. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just, oh, I love it. That's how you know. I'm not evil anymore. No more jacket. No, no, no more jacket. 
the leather no jacket. No more leather jackets ever. Yeah. Um. Um. So it's okay, either yeah. it's either like show some of that progression, even if it's only for like fifteen seconds, like something, and uh, like you could do like a like a fade in fade out, or like a cross fading uh, montage of him just like participating in like bad boy activities and like making different friends and her being all alone and stuff like i feel like you could cover that in 10 seconds if you really wanted to Um, or have the bullet knife somehow be involved like as a way to counteract the spell or something Mm -hmm. like salt cancels out whatever the hell you're doing yeah yeah like it wards off evil and stuff so like you could use that instead of a giant bottle of chlorine in a pool that was already chlorinated Mm mm-hmm presumably um yeah i get you i'm trying to think of what i would change like um i don't know make goth a threat like make him do something <laughs> make him fuck somebody up like behold it is i quan I'm, I'm not even gonna try and combine them it's me quan chi quan chi just nah. like he doesn't do anything he just gets he like talks about how fucking cool he is and he doesn't do anything yeah. it's sort of like x-men uh, or apocalypse from x-men if you never see him attack anyone use any powers and he just talks about how great he is right yeah he's just like i'm an ancient evil i'm a bad guy i also do things that are the opposite of good and people <laughs> are like oh no that sounds bad yeah but he doesn't you don't see anything you don't see him no, exactly do exactly right right like he doesn't even actually he doesn't even actually say things. He just says, like, I'm from the nether realm. And people are like, the nether realm? That's where bad people go. <laughs> He's, yeah. like, bad by proxy almost. Uh, yeah, I get you. And not based on any sort of, like, actions of his own. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Chump City. Chump City. Yeah, but th- that's what I would change. I would, I would, I would somehow make Goth more of a threat. Make him maybe hurt somebody. Make him take over like the whole town or something yeah make him literally do anything yeah or like show uh through dean like it i also wasn't fully clear on if like he was possessing dean or if dean was just like uh like doing it because he was promised good things yeah like if he was choosing to do things or if uh he was like fully under his control or if it was just like i'm exacerbating the evil parts of you or something like that right that was all kind of unclear so yeah uh but if he is like completely possessed you could give dean some like really good eyeshadow or something to like symbolize that and you could show how evil uh uh goth is through dean or something Hmm. i like that idea literally anything just do something please god <laughs> like... pick one. Oh god yeah all right (laughs) but overall i still actually really enjoyed the episode but not probably because of reasons they wanted me to i would say same thing i I enjoyed it more because of the not for the reasons that it wanted me to like i enjoyed it because it was like weird and the acting was like just strange and there was like lots of weird Mm -hmm. aspects to it hello alex it's me don't be scared (laughs) But I am scared. <laughs> I, me, yeah. me am afraid. <laughs> uh, me spooked. Oh my god. 
Uh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, but, uh, I guess that was fucking Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah. I think at the end of uh, these episodes, I think we should uh, set up a ranking. It might be cool to like set up a ranking of these and then start slotting in episodes of other shows as we go through them and we can have like a comprehensive like this is all the good stuff this is all the bad stuff yeah we'd have to talk about how we do it yeah of course of course but we'll we'll come up with the criteria yeah yeah we could do that as like a transition episode between this and what we're doing next yeah i like that Mm -hmm. nice all right flesh it out later cool um well thank you for listening all you graveyard tramps thank you yeah uh, and we will see you next time. Yeah. Spooky bye. Spooky farewell to you all. <laughs> Yeet. Hi, everybody. Uh, thanks again for listening to another episode of Let's Get Spooked. If you would like to get in touch with us, there are a couple ways you can do it. We're on Twitter as uh, Get Spooked Pod at Get Spooked Pod on Twitter. And then there's our email, which is Let's Get Spooked at gmail.com. If you really love the show and want to go above and beyond, you can always do so by rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. But if you hate typing, we'd also just be super grateful if you'd share the show with a friend, especially if that friend is into spooky stuff. It would make these two chums very happy. And with all that said, we wish you a very fond spooky bye! Spooky farewell, audience. See you guys next time. <laughs>